0: Hey everybody, it's Norm Ferrar, a.k.a. The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the Amazon FBA and e-commerce podcast. Okay, today we're going to be talking about Prime Day. I had no idea when I was going to take vacation last year that it would run on Prime Day, so I was very anxious uh, trying to see what was happening with sales and everything that was going on. Anyways, we're going to be talking about Prime Day and how did you do and we're also going to be talking about something you should be planning for for the next uh in the next couple of months it's coming up and that is Q4. So anyways, stay tuned and we're going to uh, talk about all the ins and outs of planning your Q4 uh, strategies.
1: lunch with them. lunch with them. lunch with
0: Okay, like I said, we're going to be talking about Prime Day and you know just the ins and outs. How did you do? I'll let you know how we did, as well as uh, something really important, and that's the planning and the next steps for q four. So uh, I think before we get to that, let's have a word from our sponsor. Is that correct, Kelsey? I forget the format. It's been so long. A big thank you to our sponsor, Post Purchase Pro the only complete A to Z done for you, real email and text marketing service built specifically for Amazon sellers. My friends, Sean Hart and Seth Stevens co-founded Post Purchase Pro after launching over a thousand successful private labeled products, growing 53 brands and get this exiting 17 businesses. Post Purchase Pro creates all of your digital assets 100% for you from marketing inserts, complete sales funnels, email follow-up sequences, and weekly email promotions. They manage and optimize everything for you to drive more sales, get higher ranking, and receive more reviews on Amazon. So check out Post Purchase Pro now to see if you too will see enormous growth like their nearly 500 clients worldwide. That's Post Purchase Pro, at postpurchasepro.com slash lunch. All right, and we're back. Okay, so let's see. I haven't talked to the uh, boy Blunder in a long time. So where are you, sir? Hey,
1: that's me. <laughs> <laughs> what hello, hello. What were,
0: are we caught you doing something.
1: No, I'm just, uh, I moved all my my desktops and monitors around. And so my screen is actually right here. But now my webcam is here i don't want it like facing my bed so i'm i'm just in a weird place right now and i'm trying to figure it out <laughs> do you want a hug yeah no, no i'm okay <laughs> okay <laughs> but thank All you right. and um i believe you were somewhere special too you've been doing you've been up to some fun you want to talk about that a little bit? How was your time? I saw you were with uh, the one and only Kevin King.
0: Yeah, yeah, we went up. Uh, we went up to Alaska and had a, a great time. Um Him and his wife V uh, and Connie and I. We we went up there and man, oh man, I, I tell you, uh, like people always say, Alaska is a, a really nice like a place for a cruise. Well, we went up and saw some glaciers up there and we flew over a couple, like we flew over some and then we ended up uh, um, at the Hubbard Glacier and like there was a huge, I think it's called calving, where the glacier just kind of fell into the water. Anyways, it was, it was awesome. And then spending time with, uh, with Kevin and cigars and dinner and I mean, we, we were able just to talk up a storm. The whole time, I don't think we stopped talking. I think he's he's tired of me talking, but uh, anyways, if Kevin, if you're listening, I have two words, why not? He'll get that, <laughs> he, he'll hit his head on the table, uh, if he hears the words, why not? Anyways, so we could get into this podcast today, and why not? Uh, and we're going to talk about. Uh, prime day, we had no idea. So, by the way, like I planned this, uh, my wife's birthdays, uh, in July. So, we planned this cruise in July to uh, last July to go this July. So, had no idea that it would fall right on prime day. So, during the whole cruise, I've got clients and I've got my own products that, yeah, you, know, you get, we don't know what's going to happen. Usually, uh, for the most part, the mid range or very lower, uh, lower dollar products. We didn't do much with, and we didn't do anything special with PPC. Sort of the mid-tier or higher products. Um, we did uh, a Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson taught me this: the cascade, and that is don't really you know, bid very low at the beginning part. Uh, go uh, midway through, you know, bring your bids up, and then at the very end, because everybody's out of inventory. You bring your bids up to where they normally would be, and that's where uh, you would get all your sales. So, we did do that with um, one of our more expensive products. And uh, I got to tell you so, th- this is crazy, but the like $200, $150, $200 products just went crazy. Like, we, I think with everything in total uh, over the last those two days, we were close to 100 grand. And like, I thought that was, I I thought that was pretty good. I wasn't expecting it. But the other thing we did was um, we brought back lightning deals. So we went away from it, but we were testing the waters with our bigger ticket items with lightning deals and they were working. And I hadn't used lightning deals in, in years. And I, I still be very selective about what we were going to do with lightning deals uh, and what products we would use it for, but um, for the higher perceived value items and at a higher competitive uh, or sorry, at a higher rate, it worked extremely well for us. And also we beefed up everything. Like we, we beefed up and I'm going to go through this in a second, but um, anyways, I don't know. Let me see. Kelsey, did you get any feedback from anybody that you were working with on uh, prime day?
1: Um, well, I heard just from the group, it seemed to be kind of underwhelming for many, but then mm-hmm. also um, we had some people posting in our Facebook group and they were saying that, you know, their sales doubled or um, people were having success. So I think it's kind of like a mixed bag right now. And I know some people are just tired of talking about prime day and they say like it's it's nothing anymore um but it seems like from the response some people actually did really well and some people not so well but yeah um interested to hear the beardos listening so let us know how was your prime day uh, let us know in the comment sections um was it what you expected was it better worse um yeah. This. Oh, and we should also mention that um, today there is no guest. We kind of mixed up the scheduling a little bit. We didn't know when the bearded one was going to be back.
0: I thought so, I'd be in bed. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: um, we we don't have a guest today, but we thought this would be a good opportunity to talk about Prime Day um, and your experience and and moving into Q4 and how Right.
0: That. That's it. we're and we're going to spend most of the podcast on that topic, moving into Q4, but. Let's go back to Prime Day for a sec. So one of the things that um, I'm kind of curious is you've heard people like Sumner Hobart come on and talk about, you know, building up a community. Um, We've had multiple guests on that talked about the community. And this is where Prime Day, um, you could leverage that. And by leveraging it, I'm talking about doing your uh, pre-Prime Day launch. And that's something that a lot of people really weren't thinking about, uh, you know, even a couple of years ago, but pre prime day, you could send traffic. So if you're doing any Facebook or Google ads, or if you have your community, you could say that you're doing a prime day sale. That's going to get them even better. Like you, if you have a list, you can go out and just say that you'll have a like You'll have a five percent better rate or five dollars additional bonus, something like that to get them to buy pre-prime day. So a lot of people will do that. People might come back on Prime day, but if you let your community know that you've got something happening before prime day, uh, that works out really well. Now, one of the other things you have to look at too, there's a lot of uh, top a lot of products that, Aren't going, you're not going to see a real bump, and I've got products like that, like some of our soaps. I don't, I don't see a big bump, um, unless I want to spend a lot of money, and that's where you have to be careful. If you're going out to Prime Day, or if you're going out for anything, by the way, and you're just spending a lot of money, and especially on Prime Day or or in Q4, you could just be spending 10 or 20 or 30 percent more and it's nice to see the sales but you actually lose money so you going back okay roll your eyes now i'm going to say it you have to know your numbers so knowing your numbers is is very important if you're a brand or if you're a soap company or you, you know and i don't want to see all these soap competitors but anyways if you have something that's recurring then it's well worth it sometimes to spend up to your what i would call your break even point And if if it even beyond that, actually, if I have a bar of soap that's selling for ten dollars, or if I have shampoo that's going for uh $19.99, I don't mind if I get if I spend wherever it's coming from, Facebook, Google, uh, PPC, whatever it is, up to 1999 to get that first person. And If you've done your competitive research and if you've got your keywords dialed in and your listing dialed in, then people will receive it. And if you've built in that perceived value and you've added the customer experience, so that's something that you're going to have to experience. You buy your own product and see, did you get underwhelmed, overwhelmed, or was it like Goldilocks just right? And if it is, then you know that people should be coming back. So that's why I, I don't mind. I don't even mind giving away my soap. And I know that's a big taboo. I always learned that in marketing, that you don't give away your own product. But a lot of the times I'll provide a, a product or a sample of the product uh, to get people to you know come on back. So that's what we're doing for, uh, for Prime Day. That's what we did uh, with our most expensive product. We had the biggest success. And I, as an agency, so as a, a, an Amazon managed service company, uh, we've seen um, a lot of different products that have come in and that were being sold. And we've seen a bit of a decline, not a huge decline. We've seen a decline in sales over the last little while. Uh, there are some, like, I'm not even going to say the name. I know he's listening, but uh, it's been a home run like the guy did a tremendous and awesome job on a patented product. And when he hit the market with this thing, it took off and, uh, right price point, uh, like the cost of everything was in place. And within the year he sold about a million dollars and his sales are going skyrocketing up right now. That's not for everybody. That's probably, you know, 1% or, 5%, Five percent, yeah, I'd say just you know a few points uh, would be the person that would have that home run. He just had the perfect, it was the perfect product. Um, other people, if they're going out and buying you know plastic uh, shoe stretchers, you can't accelerate to that unless it's really something different. But anyways, these higher priced items that have a high perceived value. so remember, we've got those three tiers. If you're coming out and you're at that bottom tier where you're, you're basically working with the Chinese, like you're, you, or their Chinese manufacturers and you're going for price point and you, your, your listing is okay to ugly, then that's fine. You're going on prime day. You're probably not get, you won't be that successful coming out where the average person is. Uh, and I'm talking about a mid range price point. You probably do okay. You might have a bit of a bump, but if you come out at that higher price point and you do a pre-launch or you drive external traffic to the your site, a lot of things can happen. And remember, when you take a look at your reports, make sure you take a look at the impressions. Did you get enough impressions over to your uh over to your listing? You could have something that's converting extremely well, and you only have people that, or 100 people that came over, 100 impressions, that's a false read. If you've got thousands of people coming over and, and you've got a good conversion rate, well, how do you get more people to come over? Because that good conversion rate, um, you know that just means all you need is more eyes on your listing. So don't get fooled if you have like a few hundred people come over and you've got a high conversion rate. That means squat. That does, that That's really when I see that, that's a, a, a complete false read. And on the other side of it, if you've got thousands of people coming over and you have a very low conversion rate, that's killing you in PPC. And that's going to kill anybody who's coming over. You got to fix it. Why? So that's where you do the Brady Bunch thing. And you go and you get a whole bunch of your competitors and you get their their images and you throw it up there and you try to, you know, see which images are better than yours. If you can't equal to or better your image, like get better voting, then, uh, you know, go back to the drawing board, at least on your images. And that's the same thing with the titles and everything else. But let's go on. Well, first of all, Kelsey, just before we go forward, were there any questions or anything?
1: Um, Or comments about primary? We have lots of comments. So I want to kind of go through those, um, from, let me see. Ibrahims was saying that his inventory was in transit, Mm. um, from near, I can tell you that prime day was the best for us.
0: Um, Manny said,
1: I didn't do anything for prime day. To be honest, sales stayed the same. Uh, let me see. Uh, this was from a LinkedIn user, um, from, I guess the buyer's perspective, but I went on uh, Amazon during prime day and didn't see anything too exciting, uh, to excite me about it on the homepage, mobile and desktop surprising. Yeah. What is your experience? Did you, did any of our sellers actually buy anything on prime day? I think my roommate bought two things, but, um, like to know from the buyer's perspective, did you actually buy anything yourself and let us know what you bought over in the comment sections. Uh, Nia was saying, we played with new and old tactics. I agree with the high price products, worked amazingly. Um, awesome. And then Simon, uh, did not do anything for Prime Day. It sucks. What's the point of breaking a sweat to make less uh, profit or even lose? So we've got a whole wide range on the spectrum about Prime Day. And uh, yeah, keep you can keep letting us know in the comment sections. Um, we'd love to know um, how the community feels about Prime Day and uh yeah
0: yeah if you heard other podcasts that i've i've done about prime day you know a year ago two years ago we weren't putting a lot of time or energy it seemed the only company that was only brand that was winning was amazon and like last year i think it was 64 percent of prime day sales was amazon so you know they they were the winners so we changed it up just a little bit this year and I stuck, like I said, I stuck to it with sort of the lower tiers, but I was going by and what gave me, um, I was working with the KPIs and I, I, I noticed that the sales were increasing on certain, um, on certain products that things just, the stars were lining up. And those are the ones I put a little bit more time and energy into, and it paid off extremely well. The other ones Um, if they weren't performing or if they were underwhelming, uh, like in sales, if if I saw that they were down 5% or 10% on last year, I did very, very little, if not anything, to uh, increase the prime day sales. The only thing was a pre-launch or a a pre-prime day sale. So I think that's important. And if you're not doing that, um, that gets people's attention and, I I think it's important that you do let people know. And you can also do something kind of like that when you're using your um, uh, customer engagement. So building up that community really does help as well because you can notify that you're having a sale. Okay, so let me see. We can move on to um our inventory so first of all Uh, oh can i just uh
1: jump in just finish off two other comments that snuck in um let me see from cool hand uh didn't do anything for prime day as a buyer or seller howard said though uh he did buy a lot of stuff my son is moving to alaska and he uh, bought many auto accessories roof racks jerry cans Uh, we got a facebook user saying i normally sell around 20 units per day day one of prime 140 units day two 100 units the main thing I learned a lot. Um, that's great. And let me see. From Claudia, uh, I bought my competitor's product at a discount to see how their packaging and insert card presentation is. Market research at a discount. Very. Uh, you nice, know what? Very nice. I've that's never thought idea. of that,
0: Claudia. Okay, we're gonna get that over to Vandana. So next Prime Day or or uh, Black Friday, that's what we're gonna do. <laughs>
1: And then last thing, uh, Nier, I, was, I wasn't I buying anything. I was sleeping for 48 hours, just working. Whew. It was a long day for Nier, long two days. But uh, awesome. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, we, since this is uh, one of kind of like our AMA kind of styles, um, really, if you have comments, questions, we're going to be taking a look, answering your comments along the way during this episode. Um, and just a little bit of a different format, just to, you know, see how, how you guys like it. Uh, CA sales up uh, or Canada sales up and U S sales down for Tony. And um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so
0: let's, let's just uh, another reminder on this. Like this is a format where like we're going to have guests uh, on Wednesday and Friday, but um, if you do have questions, uh, it's kind of an AMA just, you know, you can ask questions and we'll, we'll take it from there. Uh, if it's uh, prime day or if it's a uh, Q4 related, even better. But uh, I just thought, I like going live. I mean, pre-records are great, but I, I always do like going live and seeing the, the comments and the questions so we can get to them. So if you do have anything, just throw it over. Now, okay, the seasoned people here probably, I, I see the Tonys and the Nears out there, um, they have probably already doing this. They already probably know they're planning for Q4. July comes around. They're planning Q4. I, I think they would be. That is the message. We used to say that, and you know, people would say, uh, "I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait," and then it was always too late. How many times, and you know, near or Tony, how many times uh, has that happened to you where you waited a bit too long and your product was on the ocean, especially now with the supply chain issues? You know, um, I mean, I know you guys are seasoned but uh you know i I know i was caught up and i thought i i I had product on the water early enough and it was one of our best sellers and it got caught up last year and we should have even ordered earlier and it didn't have even chinese new year it's and it's the same people our same clients that always get stuck because they don't listen to, okay, you should order it now or you should be talking to your supplier. So here's tip number one inventory. One of the things that I would be doing is talking to your supplier and forecasting with your supplier. You never know if they have something coming up, if they've got orders, like see what their lead time is so you can make sure that your products here. But also, you want to make sure, like, you can talk to your uh, freight forwarder, but it will get here. And then you have to take in consideration what is Amazon's cutoff date for this. So there's different elements that you want to work with. And one of the things that you're looking at, too, um, because Q4, you're going to be ordering probably more uh, inventory. Are you shipping it all to Amazon? Will Amazon accept all of it? Because maybe you don't have enough storage, right? So uh, anyways, work with a 3PL. If you, uh, if you work with your warehouse or your storage facility, your fulfillment center, um, you'll save a lot of money. Uh, you want to make sure that you have amount that can get over to Amazon that you can. And typically I like to use, it's just a formula that we kind of came up with. It's two and a half months um supply that's over in at amazon at any given time and we're thinking that the uh like in november we will sell at least two and a half three and a half four and a half months of product so we have that uh, back with a trigger on our inventory that will trigger us to get product moving and usually what we'll try to do is we'll because we don't know what's going to be happening over at amazon we'll send over multiple shipments just in case uh, one gets messed up and one gets lost. We'll still be able to continue to sell, send product over. Now, one of the things I should uh, mention too is our friends over at So stocked If you don't have a you know, inventory management system and you're selling uh, quite a bit of product, uh, you should be looking at a system like that. It's super cheap compared to what things used to be like, it used to cost hundreds and hundreds, if not a thousand bucks, to get um, an inventory management system. And they've come out with something. I don't know what it's going for right now, but it's it's a great great to take a look at it and see if it's for you. Um, I I think we have a a code for anybody that's in um, in our group. So, anyways, that's the first thing. And whoever has the inventory at the end of the day in Q4, because a lot of people run out because they don't have proper forecasting um you win and so the other thing this is tip two cash flow especially if you're new so many people don't realize how cash intensive this business is and if you're just going to your supplier and this is your second or third shipment and all of a sudden you're saying uh you know i need to double or triple quadruple my order well hopefully you got cash in the bank because you know you're going to have to give uh whatever your terms are it could be 30 up front and then 30 percent on or the balance on completion this is where people win or lose and one of the things that we've been really high on is going out to our suppliers, talking to them, and seeing if we could get better terms. And the way that we'll do it is maybe maybe that 30% goes down to 10%. Maybe that on completion can be split to, and I'm just going to make up something here, 20%. So you get a little bit, bit, bit of a break. It, you pay the extra 30% on completion and then 50% 30 days later or 60 days later, we do have a client that has 90 day terms. So it's fantastic. It's very expensive products and he has 90 day terms and he got that from asking. Now the other thing that's really important, you remember I was talking about that trigger. This might be confusing. So I'll I'll go through it. And if you have questions, let me know, but this works so effectively. If, You go back to your supplier and you say, Look, I want to buy extra. However, I can't pay for it right now. I need to use that for promotional dollars to sell more products. Well, one of the things that you can do, first of all, they'll roll their eyes. But second of all, um, most understand. And if they, it, it comes down to money, they'll understand this formula, I think, if you come over to them and you say, look, I want my normal order. I want 2,000 units that'll be shipped out. Those 2,000 units, 50% will be over at your 3PL. The 50% will be over at Amazon straight. And that's no problem. So then what you're going to ask to do is take either 1,000 units, so 50% of that, or you could even ask for 2,000 units, but you're gonna ask them for a specific amount to be stored, printed, like the private label already done in storage. So how do you set that up? You'll pay a percentage, maybe 30% for those extra that are sitting there. Then once once you hit a trigger, once you're, let's say you get down to 250 units in Amazon and you know that's your trigger to bring over the extra 1,000, that's the trigger to get the other thousand that are over at the Chinese warehouse to get onto a ship to get over here. And then another thousand are going back into an order at your manufacturers. So it's a constant shift. It's a, it's a circle of life. Um, And it happens. I, I would have, I never would have thought. So Scott Dietz was the one that was talking to me about this. And I went and I started doing this and I started, going and negotiating with my suppliers and it worked. It worked. And there's very few that will not say like, you can't do this the first time you can try. But um, if you're, if you're, you know, the second, third, fourth, if you can show your, your supplier that you're moving their product. And then it's just logical. I want to move your product. I can, I can move a lot more in fourth quarter, but I need your help. And this is what i propose now they might come back and negotiate but a lot of the times uh you can get a smaller percentage up front on the deposit you can get a portion on completion and then you can get terms just ask and see what that hap- uh, you know what that does um Kels, any questions yep
1: we have a couple of questions coming in and comments let me see. Uh, from Redbeard, do you plan slash order inventory for until February when shipping reopens in China?
0: Yeah, you can, but on the system that I just talked to you about, you can forecast that and you can plan. This isn't something just for fourth quarter. You can you can always have that 1,000 in stock, and when you need it, like let's say your sales start to skyrocket, you can bring over the 1,000, you can get the, the manufacturer to, to do 2,000, and if need be, like this is me, uh, I don't know if anybody else listening does this, but let's say your sales are going so quick, I don't want to run out of stock. And if it's not like a barbecue or something like that, I'll, I'll airship whatever it needs to cover off whatever it takes if my forecasting was um, wrong. And it can go wrong. Like if you've got, I was talking about the, the one, Person who's probably listening is doing a million in sales. He had no idea that his product would take off as quick as it did. So he's probably doubling up, tripling up, quadrupling the orders that he has in China. And probably, no, he's not. I, I know he's not right now, but uh, air would probably be an answer if need be. But he's already got stuff on the water, and the, I already know that there's going to be enough to cover off. But I will take the hit on the air. And even if I lose, even if I don't make a profit on those 250 items, you know, or whatever it is, I don't lose my rank. So that's that's kind of key there. Okay, great.
1: Uh, next question is from Simon. Do you know anything about the new packaging recycling rules for Germany and France?
0: Sorry, what was that again, Kels?
1: Uh, Do you know anything about the new packaging recycling rules for Germany, France? Have you heard anything about them?
0: No, I don't, Simon. Uh, I can find out, but uh, I'm not familiar with them.
1: Okay. And then uh, Tony says, I still pay hush blankets on Visa to rack up the points. Very nice. Uh, And we have a couple others. Um, So near wants to say, uh, by the way, everyone should consider going to the next Mexico trip. Why? Because they can send the inventory much faster. This is something that can help with reducing finance problems. And from Norm or from Tony norm, have you personally been to switch over suppliers to Mexico, Central America from China? Have you yep. had any, did you actually do it?
0: Yep. Well, I'm uh, sorry. I spoke too soon. Um, I have switched over, uh, some product, uh, but it's to extend my line. So these are this is a line I already had, and now we've reached out to a couple of, including, I should mention, an incredible packaging supplier. So uh, I just recently ordered a ton of packaging, and uh, I, I went to a Mexican supplier um, that I just reached out to. I didn't think they'd be competitive. So we're just finishing up that, and the order should be in the works probably by the end of this week.
1: Okay, great. Uh, okay, we have one more question we'll yep. throw in before we can move on to the next part. Uh, from Howard, can you speak to what surprised you the most, uh, good or bad, with Mexico?
0: I was shocked at the quality of a lot of the suppliers that I met. Uh, I don't know what I was expecting, but I w- I didn't think that... The- I always thought that you'd see the textiles, you see the ceramics, but I didn't think you'd see a quality barbecue manufacturer that never sold a single barbecue in the United States. They only sold from Mexico all the way down to Argentina. Um, a, re- a plastics company that had biodegradable plastics, and they made buckets and and all this other stuff, uh, uh, planters and whatever you needed. Uh, there were so many different things the natural products what blew me away uh, and the packaging when i came across the packaging uh, uh, person uh, what th- the quality of the packaging and how customized uh, customizable you can make the packaging was really incredible also um, the kidding there was a, a company there that could not only get the package but let's say you have a knife and you want to put it in EVA foam and then cover it over. I mean, this company did all that. Um, it was really cool. So there was lots of different products in Mexico that I saw that, uh, and that's just the tip of the ice, the tip of the iceberg. And also um, outside of Mexico, as I mentioned, we, uh, we did um, I, I met a, a company from Colombia uh, at Prosper And their EVA is better than any, equal to or better than any Chinese manufacturer that I ever saw, which was surprising. So hopefully that answers the question. Nir, you're making me jealous. Get me a new smoker. I've seen the meat and all. Man, every time I see your posts on that, I want to come over to Israel and uh, (laughs) come over to your house and, and have some of that smoked food.
1: All right, and Manny says that's the German guy that is also working with helium. He's explaining this process. You have to have his this registration in the Lucid system.
0: Oh, okay, okay, all right. So let's move on. So tip three. So we did inventory, cash flow. Um, now I'm one of the things that you've got to do, uh, and you want to do this anyways. You know, usually every quarter or just monitoring daily but the re-optimization now a lot of people are gonna yeah we talk about this so much on this you know podcast but it's so important um your competitive analysis not only on amazon but check it out on walmart you know buy bully sticks buy soap whatever it is see what other people are selling um on shopify or or any of the other platforms uh walmart etsy pinterest and see if you can make your listing any better. The other thing is competitive research. So for us, we go back, I was just talking to Vandana, and you know, we talk about um, uh, helium 10. you know, checking out um, Helium 10 tools. Uh, we use Data dive. So data dive is excellent. It, it ties right into helium 10, and that gives out that draws out a lot more information than what we would have never normally had. And then, we go through I don't know if you if, if you uh, if anybody's using these reports I'd, I'd like to see if you are using these reports let me know these are a game changer uh, Amazon put out two reports a little while ago called the search query performance and measure me- um, measures sales per um, I think it's key field anyways it tells you what's converting what's making your sales and then you can start focusing on that. Anyways, just just you know, I know you guys probably have other reports that you look at, but those are two reports I give to Vandana and I ask her for and some of the times it's shocking what's working and what's not. Uh I always go back and take a look at my images. Uh and this is where, you know, the old Brady Bunch thing, for those of you who don't know the Brady Bunch, um it was just a uh like uh a mixed marriage. It was uh mom and dad, three girls, three boys, and they would have us like the, the whole TV show started with them being in a square and Alice in the middle. Well, Alice in the middle is your product to surround your whoops, surround your product with your competitors and see how you do. And I, I don't mean, you know, hand over nine uh, images, but you go to PicFu and you can, you know, put, uh, um, uh, up to eight images in there, see which one gets the best votes. And then you can move on to the next one. And what you're trying to do with anything, whether it's images or titles or bullets, anything is that you want to make sure that you're equal to or better than the competitor. <laughs> if, you're, if you're finding that you're getting a really low conversion rate and images are really what, what do it, right? You're going to have some people are going to go by price. Some people are going to go by your image. Well, your conversion rate. Usually, if I look at your conversion rate, I'm going to think first of all your images probably suck, and nine times out of ten they do, uh, compared to whatever else is on the page. And it, it's kind of funny. Like people will um, say, you know, what's wrong with my listing? I'm not getting sales. I should be getting, you know, this type of uh, this these types of sales. I'm not getting anything. Look at your listing. Look at your images. That's number one. Then number two, your the way that you've uh, developed your title. Now, Stephen Pope has a really good system. Um, I like the system that he has. It's you know just fill your listing with keywords. Uh, come back, monitor them. Like get what it. The reason he fills his, key, his listing the back end, everything with keywords, is he wants to get the most indexed keywords possible over the first 30 days. Then he goes back and he spritzes it up with more keywords, get rid of some keywords, and that's the second part. And then the third part is he makes the um, listing more engaging. So I really like what he does with that. Um, Very smart. Uh, Anyways, that is on our website. If you want to go and take a look, there's three phases. Uh, Also lifestyle, lifestyle is where it's at. If you can show not stock photos, everybody sees the same Pixabay images. Uh, They know you're using stock photos. And a lot of people that are going for the cheap don't usually get really good graphic artists. So they, you know, for me with a soap bar, well, you know, this could look like, you know, soap bar is if you're, this is for video like this. I don't make soap that big, you know, five times bigger than my hand. Uh, And some graphic artists are just like really bad. Some are pretty good, but people know the stock images. It doesn't cost a lot to get a stock image uh, or sorry, a a product photo with a model. I know right now I pay 300 bucks. Some of them, like if it's a pet shoot, a lot of the times it's free. You ask a pet owner for to, to take a picture of their pet, they love it. Um, so we've had shoots where the dogs came in for free. Um, anyways, but you can also lean on influencers and we're, we're going to get into influencer marketing a lot over the next year. But, uh, anyways, lifestyle images really are very well done not. They don't have to be very well done. They can be anything for fairly poor and believe me or not, some of the lifestyle images that are fairly poor can convert better or have more engagement, and I know this from Amazon posts than the ones that are more highly polished. So just kind of keep that in mind and experiment. You know, go out, see uh, on PickFu what would be more engaging. Now, I have to warn you on that. A lot of the times, uh, I don't know. If I get the right response, because people aren't shopping on PicFu when they're looking at those influencer pictures, but if I go and I put those influencer pictures on, uh, Amazon posts and I take a look at the engagement, that's where the truth comes out. So just kind of keep that in mind. Um, it, that, that's about the only thing that can be a little wonky when I'm, that I've noticed, like. PickFu is great for getting instant um, uh, votes. But on that, I think I'd I'd go more on Amazon posts. And then you got to take a look at, uh, you know, all the obvious stuff, right? Titles, bullets, the back end. Make sure that you fill out as much of the back end as possible. If you have not seen Vanessa Hung's uh, podcast that we've had, go back and watch it. It's going to talk to you uh, about um, filling out the flat forms, uh, making sure every field is filled out, um, how to uh, have an uh, an enhanced um, uh, flat file, and you want to make sure that you're kind of defending and uploading as much as possible. So she she'll get she gets right into it, does a great job. Also, frequently bought together, Do you, are your products in the frequently bought together, it's not too hard to find, you know, some people to buy all of your products. Like for me, you know, I've got multiple cents. They can buy all three and they just kind of mix it up, but that frequently bought together slot I want to own. And so many times it's your competitors that do that. You want to make sure that you have adequate, you know, Q and A's. Do you have your B2B set up properly? Um, And then price, you know, price, you want to really optimize that price and make sure that you're not going out too cheap. Uh, The old Goldilocks, right? (laughs) Not too hard, not too soft, just right. And are you okay with putting up your price as long as your, as long as your uh, product listing looks like it can support that high perceived value? If you're coming out at a Kmart or a lower uh, rate, dollar general rate or look, then you have to price it that way. Uh, people will get ticked off if they uh, get a high, high, high perceived listing, and they comes and, and the product's not what it says or how it is perceived in that listing. So you have to be careful with that. And then you, you want to make sure that you have the coupon stacks and the digital coupons and everything like that is all set up. So uh, let me see. I touched on this is number four leveraging your community. I don't know how many people are using Amazon Posts. Uh, If you're not, please check it out. Uh, It will pay off over the year. I think Sumner came on, uh, Sumner Hobart came on a little while ago and said uh, how he put out some posts, he didn't think they worked. He went back months later and all of a sudden he saw this engagement and he couldn't believe it. So now he puts out regularly and Kelsey, I'm not sure if I'm saying this accurately, but I think he said it was the f- cheapest form of advertising that he had. His click through rates ended up being at four cents. I think it was four cents. He calculated that anyways. Um, he gave us some information on that. You can go and see his whole study. So, you know, he's not, you know, just blowing smoke. Um, amazon posts are only good if you monitor and see what's working and what's not if you're providing posts to people and your posts suck and they're not interested in them and you're getting zero engagement and you're not not looking at the reports then they're really worth nothing if you see that all of a sudden people really like your lifestyle and then what type of lifestyle images Then you can kind of narrow it in. You still want to mix it up. You just don't want to keep going on with one. Like you know, you've probably seen it on social media. You got one company that's just putting out a motivational quote. I'm not talking about social media companies that produce social uh, motivational quotes, but you know, companies that have a brand and it's all it's all one type of information. That doesn't do it. And that's the same thing here with posts. It's not like show a benefit, show a feature, show how it's working. Like, you know, if it's childproof or whatever it is, focus in on that. Also with Amazon Live. Amazon Live is an incredible tool. Whether you live stream yourself or you get somebody to do it for you, an influencer, and they live stream, and whether you pick the lowest tier to the uh, the A list, whatever you think will work for you, and test that out if you like, um, or you uh, put on uh, you add pre records, and you could either use influencers or you can use uh, stuff that you've done in the past, but you can do pre records as long as you have a, a something like StreamYard or something like that. Uh, We talked about this, and if you're not doing it, why not? Uh, You can do it yourself, and there's nothing wrong with doing that yourself. Uh, You can go and get those influencers if you're not comfortable with it, and they they can either, so you've got the live stream Amazon influencers, or you can go and find your own influencers that could talk about your product and just upload it and people can see it. Now, if, if you have the live creator app and you don't see, you know, pre-record, upload, that's because on the, that's for you like to live stream. But as long as you have uh, uh, something like this or a Zencaster um, like, like this, StreamYard, Zencaster, tools like that, um, you can upload your information. Now, the reason why I think this is so important is Amazon is asking you to build your community. Look at what they're doing on A-plus pages. Brand story. Okay, tell us your brand story. All right. Um, the follow buttons, uh, the banners that are going across, you know, put a big follow, you know, just a red arrow pointing down to follow me, uh, something like that to get people's attention. And then you can use the engagement. So customer engagement under brands, and you can just work with your the people who either have repeat sales or who follow you. I think that's pretty cool. So these are all little things in your computer uh, in your community that Amazon's actually saying. Listen, guys. We want you to build a community. It's important. Take advantage of it. Uh, any questions, Con? Uh, Con, Kels.
1: Yeah, we had a couple of questions. Um, is our Amazon post only available for the US still? Uh, I don't find Amazon post for the UK markets.
0: Oh boy, I, I'm i not sure if it's available in the UK. It might just be for the US market. I'm not 100% sure, but we can definitely find out.
1: All right, and that was from uh, Hamayan. So thank you for the question. Um, Anyone in the comment sections, if you know, if you've been using uh, Amazon posts internationally, uh, let us know. Uh, Tony has some questions about uh, Amazon posts. I guess he's seen very mixed results from Amazon posts. He has a team going three times a day. Sometimes uh, I see a ton of engagement, but it does not correlate at all with sales. Are there any tips, tricks to actually have a more converting Amazon Post, or is it just frequency?
0: Uh, Okay. So my take on amazon posts, and it's only my take my opinion is that um they made it very hard to buy and it's for a reason it comes back to the old um it's it's for cap uh you want to have a captivated audience or an audience that's going to buy so they make it four or five clicks uh, the first post that you see so you'll see um uh, mobile or desktop Uh, that you can go and you can click on the logo or you can click on the image. Click on the logo, goes over to your feed. Click on the image, goes to competitors. So that's the first click. The second click will allow you to either see categories or you can go and shop. Then when you get the go and shop and you click that, it takes you to your listing. Then when you're on the listing, you can peruse. And if you want, you go and buy. So four clicks you lose 50% of your traffic or more on each click. And typically uh, the way that I would see it is that uh, although they don't tell you, you've made X number of sales under engagement, um, you will see uh, 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 clicks to your uh, product page. And that's from this, the, the short summary click. I think uh, the summary shopping click, I think it's called, or, um, um, ah, uh, the short summary post, you click on it within the post and that'll go over. If you take a look at that and let's say that you get one click today, 12 clicks at the end of the month, 144 clicks at the end of the year. Let's just say that this is made up. And then you've got all your other posts that start to add up and you've got a thousand. I know I just checked this one and over last year we did 2,500 clicks. Well, what does that turn out to be? Well, I can only guess that we're getting about 30% sales. The only reason I say that is that it's taken four times. If somebody's that interested to click to go to my listing, aren't they going to be interested enough to either click to buy or come back when they want it? I don't know. And I also know that once you click on a listing, Uh, that you're going to get, uh, uh, like for PPC, for example, uh, if you surround your listing, uh, when somebody comes over to your listing, they're also going to get all the, 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 the different, uh, uh, brand fenders, you know, the, the, the PPC ads that are coming up that just give you a little bit more of a boost as well. It's a psychological thing, but check it out. Sumner did it. And um, he's got all his results uh, over a period of, uh, I think, the year and what happened. And I know that we look, we we watch this and monitor this on a regular basis. So it's been working. Some products not as well as others. Uh, Some products have absolute, we've got a product right now that have zero competitors. There's not a single competitor and doing this at all. Fairly competitive niche. Couldn't believe it when I saw it. This just happened uh, about two weeks before I left on holiday. And uh, we're going to be hitting it up for posts because they're going to show up in the competitors listing. You know, why not? Okay. So let me see. Any others, Kels?
1: Yes. Uh, we have some Amazon Post questions coming in now. Um, So from Claudia, first off, uh, can you use videos for posts or is it just photos?
0: Uh, No, just photos, uh, but uh, Amazon live, it's all video.
1: Okay. And Manny, I have been testing a lot the last months. I'm getting afraid of something happening to the ASIN if I keep trying new pictures and text. Is there something to pay attention to, to avoid this?
0: Manny, I don't understand the question. Is it, that you're afraid that if you post too much, that it's going to affect your ASIN?
1: Is this about Amazon posts, Manny, uh, specifically? Or are you talking about your listing in general?
0: Oh, Um, oh, trying new pictures on your... So, okay. So if it is just trying out new pictures, you can always just change them back. That's why uh, we monitor. If you do anything anything at all to your listing, I can't stress it enough. You've got to mark it down. Start a spreadsheet. Uh, Helium 10 has notes. You have to make sure that you change, like, if you change an image, if you change something on your title, if you change anything, you want to see and monitor what that's going to do to your listing or to your keyword ranking. And if it, all of a sudden, you know, within a week, all of a sudden things start to just tank then you can just change it back
1: okay and Redbeard is uh, suggesting uh try out amazon a b testing and see how that works too
0: yeah that's that's correct yeah there's a few things you can do in a b testing including uh image primary image okay
1: so i think that's it for comments and questions right now were there any other uh tips that yeah. you had for
0: all right. So there's there's two more. So not five, but there's, there's a total of six tips. Ooh, a bonus uh, and, tip. Yep, a bonus I I tip. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so the fifth one is something we talked about at the very beginning, and that's a pre-launch. So you're coming into, uh, let's say it's Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Do a pre-launch. People are all, you know... Sales, you'll notice, are going to slow down uh, a little bit before because people want that Black Friday sale. Well, if they know that they can get a better deal from you, and this works with either your Amazon posts or uh, your, sorry, engagement, or if you have your own list. So if you have your own list, uh, it works really well. Just let them know that you can get a Uh, uh, you know, 10% off or, you know, whatever the deal is going to be. And even if you have, and you're starting to build an audience on Facebook and you're driving traffic or Google, you know, you've got a pre black Friday sale where they'll even take more advantage of special discounts. So that's something that you should take advantage of and that you can either drive external traffic, use your community, or use your um, existing mail list, and if you haven't been working on a mail list, you know, uh, hey, we got a sponsor, Post Purchase Pro. Check them out. That's what they do. Um, we're using them right now for build some of our lists. So, anyways, I just wanted to you know let people know that if you are interested in building your own list, go ahead and do it. But um, Post Purchase Pro also can handle that for you. And they do it like it's done for you. So you don't have to get involved with it or the hassle of it. Okay. So next uh, thing, uh, putting it all together. So I call this the blitz. So all the other stuff we just talked about is kind of assumed. You're going to do these five things or even four. Some people don't do the uh, pre-purchase pro post-purchase pro. Oh, I got, I got the three Ps on my mind. Put it that way. Um, The pre-launch. Okay. A lot of people don't do that, but if you can, great. This is the sixth part and that's the traffic blitz. Mike McClary always talked about the traffic blitz. I mean, this is going back 2013, 2014. He talked about you had to put together the traffic blitz and that's what I'm talking about here. You have to put together the ppc the lightning deals does it fit in are there any other types of promotions that you can put together external traffic um working with companies like a pixel me you know um i don't know what happened with with that either i heard that there was a blackout here uh kels did yes actually that's a that's a great
1: point um so yes, for those of you who are wondering what happened to the carbon six webinar that was happening last Friday, uh, Canada had a crazy blackout for our largest, uh, internet provider and basically no internet for the entire day. So, uh, for the, the,
0: the whole country.
1: Yeah. So like 15, 16 million people didn't have Wi-Fi or internet and, uh, there's just no way around it. So I was able to use my friend's phone and contact Clayton and we're rescheduling it for this Friday, 3 PM Eastern time. Okay. And it's actually with Pixelme. me. So uh, Clayton is going to walk through how to use Pixelme. me. You can answer any questions that you have about it. Um, and this is only for our community. This is an exclusive um, for lunch with norm and there's going to be free trials and everything. So check it out to learn more about that. Um, you can go to either the Facebook page or the Facebook group, Um, And I'll post the comment again. But that's, uh, yeah, all from Carbon6. They wanted to help out our community. And that's this Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern time.
0: Good. I was going to ask you that earlier, but uh, I I forgot what happened. Like, I I knew that there was the blackout. I went, oh, my gosh, what's happening? Anyway, um, those are things you can't plan on, right? But this last, uh, this sixth point is so important. Uh, You don't want to, and this is you got to know your numbers here but you got to put it all together and does it make sense to do the ppc what's your break even point or do you have a recurring product that you just want to get the product out there the lightning deal you know you're going to you, you if you move product with a lightning deal does that make sense because you you give up quite a bit to do a lightning deal Getting the influencers working with you. We've got a a ton, a huge outreach going out to different influencers right now because uh, we're trying, we know that that's what people want. So we're spending a portion of our budget on influencers and also trying to build up brand ambassadors. So they'll go out and, and market this basically for us, they'll write the content or they'll give us images or videos. These are it's everything that you want to put in. It's an amplification of content. That's what it is. And if you do that, you'll have a really great Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And don't it, it doesn't stop there. You you've got that whole month. You've actually got to around January 15th, unless that changes. But January 15th is usually when people end up spending their gift cards. After that, sales will slow down a bit. And then you've got to work on how do I how do I continue growing my sales uh, when they start to either go down into a valley or just plateau? So I think that's about it. Uh, Any other questions about that? And... Uh, Yeah, so we have
1: some questions actually about the A-B testing um, Mm -hmm. that were popping up. Uh, So from Simon, uh, how do you manage, find manage experiments and brands? Uh, This is A-B testing, right?
0: Yeah, so all you have to do is go to brands, and it should be in the in the, uh, drop-down. So brands, drop-down, you'll see uh, A, B, or manage experiments, something like that.
1: Yeah, I wonder if it's only for US, maybe, too. Maybe that's why Simon can't find it.
0: I don't know. You have to have um, a brand registry, and it should be under your brand. Uh, it, it's not under brand analytics, like that specific tab, but it should be right there on the drop-down.
1: Okay. And yeah,
0: you need to, like, like you enroll in it as well.
1: Okay. Uh, from CoolHand99, I have a question. I don't know if you'll have an answer to, but I've been trying for quite a while now to raise the price on one of my listings. And no matter how I do it or who at Amazon I talk to, it keeps uh, gluing back to the original price. Has anybody else experienced this? And if so, how do you fix this issue?
0: Okay, so... One of the things, and I don't know, like you might want to just take a look at your listing. So if you go into Seller Central and you take a look at your listing, you go under inventory, manage inventory and click the, the ASIN. Do you have, I'm just kind of curious, but just make sure that you see the min and the max, okay, columns that are available. One of the things that I've found um, to be very useful and I've, I've never had a problem with this, raising it up, Um 20%, 30% higher. A, a lot of people, um, if they raise the price too quick, uh, they'll lose the buy box. So you have your MRSP, okay? So you have your uh, your MRSP price and then you have your list price. So your, your list price is what everybody sees. If you don't put in your sales price, so I put in a sale, let me back it up. The min max, are extremes. So I have a $50 item. I'll put one down to $15.99 up to $35.99, something like that. Um, And then I'll put my MRSP higher and my list price higher, okay, but below the MRSP. And then my min-max has a huge fluctuation that I can go in and play around with. So if I want to bring it down for some reason, which you'd never do to $15.99, you can go as far as that. And then when you want to, you could bump it back up as long as you have a sales price, not changing your list price, but your sales price. You could put that up $10, $20, $30, and you're not going to have that interference. So I know I was talking with uh, Kevin King about that. And that's how he's doing it as well. So um, it should be fine. A lot of people think, "Oh, it's Walmart." You know, there's when most people go back and check their listing, it's because they don't have that setting correct. It's not monitoring um, the. It used to be, it used to be that you, you'd have to monitor it because Walmart was at a certain price, but I know right now, like we've we've got a lot of different Walmart listings out there. Some are a bit higher, some are a bit lower, and we're not having any issues. Can't hear you, Kels. Uh,
1: from Simon. Um, so, Simon meant, how do you find it? As in, like, how do you? Th- what do you think of it? Uh, is it worth it um, for the Amazon managed experiments?
0: Yeah, I, the best thing to do is, especially with the primary image check it out. Uh, it it might be a fluke, but you don't have to like just check it out once. You can check it out a few different times and you can uh, ch- like change your uh images or you can change your title. And if you get a few extra sales then then great. Um, I can't say it's 100% foolproof, but um if you see a if it comes back and you see a 20% difference, I'm definitely going to just try it out. And then at the end of the day, you can take a look at your sales, and if, if you're doing everything the same and your conversion rate is up, then something must be working. So I, I I would at least give it a try.
1: All right, and 10K says, for price issues, check min-max price, check the values in price, list price, sales price, check third-party tools like Price Manager or other tools for update, price and inventory data, uh, make full flat file update, et cetera
0: yeah that's yeah. another good point on the full flat file uh yeah you can upload that a lot of times it's just quirks
1: uh so cool hand says so set the sales price above the your
0: price no okay so uh, MSRP, highest list price you know you a few dollars less or percentage less and then your sales price would be below that and your min min max would be and You don't see that in the back end. You see that in your managed inventory. And you won't see it unless you go to the column, click columns, and check those two specifically. And then all of a sudden, they'll show up under managed inventory, under your uh, product ASINs.
1: Okay, great. That might even be a good little YouTube video to figure out how to do that, uh, like a walkthrough or something. Yeah. also, I want to mention uh, for Wednesday um, we do have uh, Tom Wang coming on and joining us. Uh, he's going to be talking about how to build out how he built out his company, um, walking through his steps from A to Z. Um, Tom Wang has a giant YouTube channel, so he's got over I think thirty thousand subscribers. Uh, you can check it out. But he will be on on Wednesday, so check that out. And, uh, okay, Uh, Norm, I think just at the very end, do you want to just walk through your six points, just bullet one, two, three, four, five,
0: six? Sure, sure. So here are my very quick, and I could probably break them down into action steps, but inventory. So making sure that your inventory and the forecasting is proper. Uh, Cash flow, talking with your suppliers to see if they'll give you better terms. And oh, by the way, going back to inventory, um, making sure that you have a strategy where it's um, just turning. So if you did it the old way, uh, you could get hung up either at Amazon, at your fulfillment center or on the ocean. If you do it the way that I I mentioned earlier, um, one trigger will set another trigger, will get the inventory that you've paid a discount on, on its way. And the the manufacturer will have something um in you know, into production for you. That is that is so so important in today's environment. Uh just re-optimize or take a look, monitor your listing as a whole. Now, it could be one little thing that could get you a percent of sales here, a percentage of sales here, but it all adds up. Um and I especially wanna you know make sure that you Take a look, different tools overlap or work really well together. So, H10 or uh, Helium 10 and Data Dive are, I mean, they're a match made in heaven. Let's put it that way. Uh, then, leveraging community, getting people to know you and understand your brand and love your brand, um, the pre launch process, and then finally, just kind of putting it all together.
1: All right. Fantastic. Uh, cool Hand says, thank you for all the advice. Greatly appreciated. Way more helpful than Seller Central. And uh, yeah, awesome. So I think that about wraps it up. I think.
0: And by the to... way, when we do get a little bit closer, uh, we will be talking multiple times about Black Friday and Cyber Monday just to make sure that everybody's on track. And this isn't the only kind of strategy. There's other people doing other strategies, and I want everybody to be aware of them as well okay
1: awesome so if you do have any questions suggestions for topics let us know uh you can email me k at lunch or you can just make a post on uh the facebook group uh that's lunch with norm amazon fba and e-commerce oh but what
0: and about we... wheel of kelsey
1: i almost forgot about that do we have a wheel of kelsey this is uh we're an let's hour just,
0: let's just do minutes and... okay so <laughs> anybody who stayed tuned uh hashtag wheel of kelsey um yeah, let's just do hashtag wheel of Kel- we don't need a mystery word today. It's hashtag wheel of Kelsey and let's give away something uh from The Alpha lobby Honu. The Honu. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, so, so we'll, we'll do Kelsey. inventory inventory uh management for what yeah, does he normally do? A month?
1: It's a month of inventory management, and that's yeah, so, like so stocked.
0: Yeah, and it's very helpful. So even if you don't continue working uh, with it. Uh, you'll get a great idea on how to um how to do inventory uh, f- uh forecasting
1: yep or a month of uh a free pallet at the yep. 3PL uh, which is located in Pennsylvania um and what was the other one um, uh
0: it, it's tariff terminator so if you just want to terminator. check it to make sure that your taxes uh coming in are are okay, then that's great. Uh sometimes I know that uh we've saved people five thousand, ten thousand, thirty thousand dollars uh on just changing their tariff code L- uh, legit, not making it up, you know, but um making sure that it's a legit like for my soap for the for example, I used to bring it in as natural soap, change it to, and that was 17%, change it to Castile soap and it was zero. So, anyways. All right. I now just you got to enter everybody in, right?
1: That's right. So <laughs> this
0: is where we should have the Jeopardy song. All right, just. Uh, I forgot all about it. Okay, oh, literally, have- literally, this was going to be the pre-record, and I, I said, "Oh, Kelsey, I'm up," because I thought it was yes. going to be sleeping.
1: That's <laughs> another uh, thing we should mention. So we originally had uh, Bryce Shields on to talk about uh, how he turned off his ppc campaigns and the results from that yeah that's kind of a case study from uh neil trois episode that we did last week um so we still are going to do that episode it's just going to be moved uh when norm is traveling to australia so um it will be back probably next week uh we're thinking but uh it is available um soon and if you were expecting that today that's the reason uh, we just had to rearrange everything and I'm just stalling right now so I can yeah. fill in the rest of these names. So and Neil's, why don't we... Uh,
0: Neil, you go ahead and type. I'll, I, I could talk a bit. Uh, but Neil's um, episode was kind of interesting when you know talking about that and how he does it. it but you have to keep in mind that uh, it's not every product that can do that. And it's got to be set up right. And uh, very interesting. And then when we talked to Bri and just kind of got the lowdown on how he did it, and to find out that he turned off the PPC and he managed to have uh, either the money that he was putting into PPC, he was able to save and he turned out being more profitable uh, or he just turned it off and sales remained uh, the same. So he's got different products that he'll be talking to. So it's pretty cool uh what he Like I would never have thought that I'd ever have a podcast saying, turn off your PPC. And any PPC people that are listening right now are probably rolling their eyes going, Norm, what are you talking about? So I'm not saying that I'm doing it um, yet, but it was very interesting to hear what Neil had to say. And Neil's not a slouch. He knows his stuff. He's got lots of brands that he works with. And uh, I I found it fascinating.
1: Okay, so I'm good to go. Um, Claudia, you said you won already, but I'm going to enter you well, anyways, if you do feel like. No, yeah, because
0: there's three. There's three different prizes, yeah. Claudia, So, but thank you. Okay, so Kelsey, you got it ready? Yep, so we can uh, go to
1: our sponsor first. Actually, this is a great time to uh, do a whole new sponsor who's uh, sponsoring this uh, giveaway today.
0: If you're selling on Amazon in 2022, you know how important it is to stand out from your competition. Let Honu Worldwide lend a helping hand with your product innovation to outcompete your competition online. That's right, sit back, relax, and enjoy the success of your newly innovated product while Honu handles all the work. Visit honuworldwide.com for more information. That's HONU, H-O-N-U, worldwide.com, or email savings at HONUworldwide.com. So, Kel, just before we go there, uh, and I know we're running long, but uh, being with Kevin uh, on that uh, cruise this week, uh, we got to talking about uh, BDSS, Billion Dollar Seller Summit. And he, it's not sold out, uh, if you want to check it out, it's going to be in Austin. Uh, we're going to have a link for you for a discount, not an affiliate, but a, just a discount for Lunch with Norm. And I think he told me that no one else, no one else gets um, a discount. So it's only, we you know, he, he's friends of the podcast. So if you are interested in going to Austin, it is one of the best events out there. I have gone every year. Um, you'll learn a ton. Uh, so anyways, I can't say it enough. Um, you know, check it out. It's, it, we were, it's about a month away right now. And, uh, if you want, uh, and I should get a code from Kevin, like he just got back. So he might give it to me in the next day or two, but, um, there should be a, a, a good savings if you want to go.
1: OK, awesome. So let's uh, head to the wheel and see who today's winner is. All right.
0: It's time for the Wheel of the
1: All right. Thank you, everyone, for entering today. I hope I didn't miss anyone. I think I got everyone. Um,
0: well, at least you got Simon. Uh, we don't want to miss him again.
1: <laughs> that's right so uh yeah if you are the winner please email me k at lunch we do this every single podcast where we give you free stuff and our winner today is manny fantastic all the Congrats, way from manny. germany so manny our fat and if you want to just email me k at lunch Um, we can decide which one, which giveaway you'd like to do. And I'll resend all the information again so you know exactly what you can pick. Um, And yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed. Um, This was a little solo session today. And I think it's funny how, uh, I think when we talk about doing these solo sessions, Norm, I think you're always a little worried that you're not gonna have enough to say and fill up the whole time, but it's always our longest episodes. (laughs) So it's a, uh, it's amazing.
0: <laughs> Not amazing. It's just, uh, you know, blubbering, I guess.
1: <laughs> no, I think from the turnout today, I think you guys enjoyed it. Let us know what you guys think of these episodes um, where I think this gives us a little bit more time to just talk to the audience and get their, opinions too. So I, I always enjoy that. So, um, hopefully you guys enjoyed today. If there's any suggestions about future ones that you want Norm to talk about, uh, let us know, uh, k at lunch with norm.com. And it's good to see everyone. You too, Simon. You I hope too, sir. has a fantastic week. Wednesday, we're joined with Tom Wang. That's going to be um, good. Yeah. Let's check it out. Uh, and also our carbon six webinar is happening Friday, 3 PM Eastern time with Clayton. Um, from carbon 6 there's going to be free goodies uh, for you guys and stick around for the bdss uh, or a uh, special link to get a, a free little discount or a little discount for you guys so thank you everyone
0: uh norm anything else thank you thank you well just join us every monday, wednesday and friday we're making it our goal that we don't miss a monday, wednesday or friday so we're hoping that we do enough pre-records that if I'm not here. Uh, you know, sometimes we're traveling, uh, that, uh, we've, we've got something here for you. We want to continue with content. We don't want to miss a day. So that's our goal, uh, moving forward. And, you know, we just want to thank everybody for turning up today. You know, thank you for being part of our community. And we really, we could not do it without you. I miss doing this podcast on the, uh, like it just, it's so weird not going behind a mic and just start talking, you know, for that last uh, 10 days. So it's really weird. And uh, thank you, Kelsey, also for, you know, helping out with getting that all organized. But uh, yeah, thanks, guys, for being part of this community. We couldn't do this without you. And enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you on Wednesday. Lunch with lunch with you, lunch